0: welcome to the kelly and the encouragers podcast with your host kelly sisson wife mother therapist and hippie at heart who loves earl grey iced tea deep conversations and encouraging others if you need a little encouragement today you are in the right place thank you for joining us hey guys welcome back to another episode of kelly and the encouragers podcast i'm so happy that you're here with us again today On today's show, I have Christy from Iron Fox Clothing. I'm really excited for you to be able to hear her perspective on body image. She is absolutely fantastic, and her wisdom is is so amazing, and I love that she shares so openly about it. So you want to listen all the way to the end of the episode, though, because there is a special surprise at the end. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Well, I thought it would be helpful to be able to explain how I happened upon you. So do you mind if I kind of share that? No, that'd be awesome. Yeah. So actually we have a mutual friend, Amy. Um, and I had saw I think she maybe did some like modeling for you with some different outfits from your company. And um so anyway, so I noticed that and I was like, Oh, I wonder um what Iron Fox clothing is. And so I clicked on it and started following it at that point. But um, the main reason that I asked you to be on the podcast, I know I shared this with you, but for the listeners, was I was really thinking about how I wanted somebody to come on and talk about, you know, body image and body positivity. And I previously did an episode, if anyone wants to listen to that, it's episode 10 um, on body positivity with my own personal journey. Um, But I loved, you know, some of the things that you had to say and that you were, you seemed really excited about the other podcast you were on. Um, And so I just thought it must be fate because I literally thought it and then saw your message. (laughs) And I thought that I have to have her on the podcast. So I'm really excited for you to be here with us.
1: Well, I'm excited to be here. Thank you for asking me.
0: Absolutely. Can we give a shout out to the other podcast as well?
1: Yes. Yes. The podcast I was just on recently is called All the Things Podcast. And it's with my dear friend, um, Jess Breeze. And yeah, we did her episode two was on um, body positivity. So she's brand new, but getting it out awesome. there, and it's a a very very um, good topic to talk about. I think.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think you're right, and obviously, just I mean, even just with you having been on there and then this, I mean, obviously, this is something that people are are wanting to hear more about. Um, and I love the fact that you um, can have a unique perspective on it. So I'm wondering, can you introduce yourself to the listeners?
1: Yep. Um, my name is Christy Deal and I am from a little farm town in the middle of Illinois, um, Geneseo, Illinois. I am married, my husband Dan, um, and I have been married for fourteen years and I'm a mama to two little boys who are now not so little because they're seven and nine. So Oh my goodness. <laughs> Me in a nutshell.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, My son's three, and I just told my husband the other night, I said, oh, he wanted to walk himself down the stairs in the morning, and I was so sad about that. I'm like, they grow up so quickly. What is this?
1: It It is. They tell you that, you know, when you first have kids, and you're like, oh, whatever, you know, and then all of a sudden you blink, and they're they grow up. So.
0: <laughs> right, absolutely. It's it's mind-blowing how that um, how that shifts and changes. So that's yeah. great. Thanks for introducing yourself. Can you tell us a little bit about your own personal journey with body positivity and body image? Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, it all kind of started in recent years because body image was something that I struggled with when I was growing up. Um I was always an athlete when I was younger um but from the time I was you know in school I was a chubby kid and so I was that athletic kid but always overweight and so that followed me you know through all through school um and still had a lot of friends and all of that kind of stuff but my confidence wasn't necessarily there because I just always wanted to be like all of the kids who weren't chubby or who were thin but athletic or just didn't have to worry about that kind of thing and um, so struggled with that and then I went to college and gained even more weight and then I got married Uh and gained even more weight and then I became a mom and with that came even more weight. So um, it was definitely like that the, the gaining weight and not feeling really like myself and not taking care of my body was struggle made me struggle mentally um so when after I had that second baby that I talked about who is now seven um those boys were born back to back so in two years I had two kids um two and under and at that point a switch just got flipped inside of me and I I was exhausted but I was determined to figure out a way to make myself feel better and to not feel so tired so I started dialing into nutrition and focusing on my nutrition. Um, And I basically had to get a serious sugar addiction under control. And I realized at that point that eating healthy foods, like body size or type aside, they just made me, I I felt better. I just felt better about myself. And it made me want to move my body more because Mm -hmm. I had more energy And so I started working out at home with the kids, and I was feeling better about myself, and my confidence started to kind of come alongside um, that body movement and that nutrition. And it ultimately, I mean, really helped with my inner happiness and just the peace that I felt within myself. Um, And then when my kids turned three and one, um, I found CrossFit, Mm -hmm. And then a whole lot of other stuff (laughs) changed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's awesome, though. Thank you for, you know, giving us that summary of things and, and for being, you know, so honest about the process that you went through. Um, I certainly appreciate that. You know, I will say that one thing, you know, some, uh, some of the, um, and we should talk about that too, your company as well. So some of the clothing that you put, you know, you uh, model yourself, it's like the, the happiness like radiates through you. Do you see that in pictures when you look at yourself?
1: Oh gosh. Uh <laughs> I see so many pictures of myself. <laughs> sure, I, I, sure. I don't know. <laughs> and I'm just kind of a goofball at heart. So I I mean when you have so many pictures being taken of yourself, I feel like, oh gosh, you know, another picture but I know it's like what needs to be done. Right. And so I just try to have fun with it and I feel like, um I don't know, like there I've probably people would describe me as happy and positive and, and that kind of thing and I've always kind of um demonstrated that on the outside, but it really wasn't until recent years with getting comfortable in my own skin that I felt like on the inside, what people saw on the outside, if that makes any sense. Sure.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. That matching up of the inside and outside is definitely something um, I think that a lot of us go through trying to uh, figure out really who we are. And a lot of times I think other people do have a little bit clearer, other healthy people in your life have a, you know, a good um, perspective of it. As far, and when I say healthy, I guess I should explain that. I don't mean physically healthy, I mean healthy, you know, relationships that you have with people and good boundaries often can really point out some of those positive things that we can't even see in ourselves because we're so close Mm -hmm. to it. So, um, yeah, I love that you had people in your life that were sharing that with you. Yeah, yeah so obviously you have the experience that you do, you know, that you did, but what do you think has made you the most passionate about this topic out of everything that you've experienced?
1: Honestly, I feel like, um, it goes back to developing a relationship with God. I mean, for me personally, um, knowing and understanding that God created us differently and that we are not designed to look exactly like the person next to us. Yes. And once I had that acceptance of that, then that confidence just internally radiates. You quit um, comparing, like constantly comparing to the person, the, the person next to you. And I don't know, I've also just kind of found that when all those women, we're, we're just we're just so hard on ourselves. Like yes. there's, I feel like you know, if someone gives you a compliment on something, like oh, I love your hair, and you're like, you flippantly say, oh, I well, I just washed it. You know, yeah. like you just try yeah. to downgrade all of those, like any kind of sincere compliment that somebody gives you. It's like we can't accept that, mm-hmm. and so trying to figure out a way that a we can accept the good that others see in us, and then also be able to turn around and give that good genuinely back to other people to to make them feel that same you know good way and and trying to learn how to accept that as women because that goes back to the whole body image. And once you can actually take somebody's compliment and accept it and be okay with it, right. you realize like, Hey, this isn't so bad. Like I'm not so bad. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, I read a book, um, it's called the year of yes by Shonda Rhimes. I don't know if you're familiar with her. She's like the creator of great Grey's Anatomy. I've only watched one episode. Everyone always like panics on me when I say that, <laughs> but cause I know there's like some seriously dedicated people to the show. But, um, what I love about her book is there is a chapter in there about, about um, her journey of learning to um, say thank you when people gave her Uh compliments rather than trying to say things like that like oh your shirt's nice oh it's old you know or like you say your hair's done oh no I just like washed it and left or I haven't washed it in three days or whatever and so it really talked a lot about that and how she just learned to say a simple thank you and I know Mm -hmm. in my own life that was really helpful because that took off the pressure of trying to decide what to say You know, when someone does give you a compliment just to say thank you and just leave it at that before we try to justify it away, essentially, is I think what we're doing or downplay it maybe even. So, um, yeah, I think that's fantastic. I'm also if I can share. Oh, go ahead.
1: I was going to say, and it's funny that it has to be like a learned behavior, you know, like it's like as we get older and I'm sure, you know, as a kid, maybe it wasn't that way, you know, or maybe if someone says something to you, you either bounced off or you just didn't say anything but i'm like for some reason as adults like we have to learn yes just say thank you accept it and say thank you (laughs)
0: absolutely do you think it's different for men and women
1: Uh, honestly i think that men like i don't know at least in comparison to my husband i feel like they don't even really pay a whole lot of attention to so it's like they're not internalizing all that stuff and i you don't ever really hear you know men saying hey i you know, like your haircut or (laughs) whatever, but but I I don't know. There's just such a, there's such a difference in women and what our society um, wants them to look at or what they project on women versus men. You know, men are judged by their jobs or their ability to provide or, you know, like that kind of stuff. Whereas women, it seems like it's all, all so focused on looks or what they're wearing or, that kind of
0: thing. Yeah, absolutely. I love that you pointed that out. I think those are some really strong differences and, and do impact how both men and women do respond to um, positiveness, but I would agree a lot of times, not always, but a lot of times, men just don't even really respond to, like, p- positiveness or negativeness. <laughs> they just, yeah, like, yeah. Although, just I think if, like, if
1: I tell my husband, hey, you smell nice, he says thanks.
0: Right, <laughs> right, know? right. Like, he, does,
1: he doesn't go, oh, it's an old cologne, right. you
0: know what I hate, <laughs> <laughs> Right, just something i had in the count yeah exactly yeah. yes that that is very that's very true and i think that's it's good for us to, as women to be aware of that and you know i think it's good for for both um, sexes to really think about the fact that um, there are positives and in, in both of us right and we just um, interact differently but we can actually learn from one another and be able to take some of that and just say thank you and move forward for sure so I love that. You know, I really want to ask you when we were, um, you know, talking back and forth about the podcast, you mentioned something. Um, Is it okay if I read it and then we can talk a little bit about your perspective on it? Yeah, sure. Okay. So you said, I'm honestly just passionate about women living a life that's comfortable in their own skin. That may look a little bit different on the outside, but self-confidence radiance from the inside. So I just loved that so much, and I'm wondering if you can like share a little bit more about this perspective and how you um came to believe that.
1: Um, well, I th- I think I said before, you know, it, it comes back to my relationship with God and and understanding that I'm different and He created me unique, mm-hmm. um, but that in that, just really learning to find what works for you and what makes you happy for me, you know, is, and and I think for the majority of people, I mean, God created us to eat healthy foods and God created us to move our bodies, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't look the same, you know, to everybody. And that also doesn't look the same on the outside to everybody. So until you find that, that balance within your own life, um, that, that makes you who you are, Mm-hmm. That that's when you become comfortable in your own skin and and also just stopping the comparison mm-hmm. that um you know, like when you're when you see somebody that that has some sort of a trait that you might be envious of or um something that you see in them that you don't see in yourself, um trying to find ways to encourage that person in that trait. And I think, like, I feel like that immediately keeps your heart in check and that, like, you know, makes them feel good. It makes you feel better because you highlighted, hey, this person is awesome and I see that in them and I'm going to call that out in them. Um, but that doesn't mean that I'm any less awesome. I just don't have that actual, you know, characteristic that I am, that I admire in them. You know what I mean?
0: Right, right. Absolutely. You know, I I read a ton of books, so you're going to hear me talk about books probably a lot, but well, I guess I should say I listen to a ton. I actually don't read them. I like Audible, but I was listening to Melissa Radke's book. It's called like Eat Cake and Be Brave, I think is what it's called. And she talks a lot about um, her relationship with God as well and her process through that. And I just um, love when people are really open and honest about that journey. And I often share in the podcast, if, if you don't believe in God, then just insert whatever you believe in, whether it's energy or the atmosphere or whatever that is. Um, for your particular situation but I just think it's really important to be able to notice even if somebody um, isn't super religious but just that spiritual component in all of us and how Mm -hmm. that is all connected and it makes a big difference with our ability to be able to really see that everything is connected because if you thought of it differently do you think that you would be able to have made some of those connections? Like if you're like, oh, my spiritual views are over here, you know, God's over here, my body's over here. If, if it wasn't all connected, do you think that you would have gotten to that point where you just really see that you are made to be exactly you?
1: Well, if I didn't, yeah, if I did not see a connection between God creating me and my uniqueness and my body and all of that, um, I don't think I would have that. There would be a missing element. There would yeah. be something that that I wouldn't um yeah there'd just be that missing component
0: that I think that I'd still be searching you know what I mean right absolutely absolutely no I love it so much can you tell you know talk with us a little bit about how do you fight some of those negative self-thoughts you mentioned earlier if you see something that you're envious of you know really speaking truth into that person and encouraging them Um, but what is some some other things that you've tried before or some ways that you really combat any negative thoughts that come in
1: Um, yeah, the, the calling out in other people, what I see is, is awesome. Um, I, good friendships, having good friends around that are honest and truthful, um, trying to smile a lot and, you know, have that, that happiness and just really not. I don't know, like I said before, I'm, I'm a pretty positive person. Um, so I just, even if I have like something that comes across negative, like, I don't get stuck there. Right. And I also just am trying to challenge myself with new things. Cause even, I, I think a lot of us um, grew up with this fear of failing mm-hmm. um, and like this fear of failing just continues to keep you stagnant. Um, so if there's something new that I feel like is something that I'm being guided to try, I just go for it and <laughs> realize that if, if, if it doesn't work out or if, instead of, you know, like having all of these negative thoughts that would just keep me stuck, just go for it. And it's either going to work or it's going to not. And that's just going to be how it is, <laughs> you know, kind of just take taking it for how it is. And, and also to just the realization that, um, You know, I'm as imperfect as as the next person and none of us, you know, have it all together. And so just trying to figure out a way that um, you can continue to put one foot in front of the other, squash the negative thoughts and not get stuck in them. So even if you have them, just move
0: on fast. Yeah, absolutely. I love so many things that you said in there. <laughs> I'm going to try to make sure <laughs> that that I hit all of them because I just think there was such wisdom in that truly. You know, I really do believe that those negative thoughts are um, super challenging, especially like you said, when we start out on a new venture. Um, but I love the fact that you're like, you know what, I'm just going to try this and whatever happens, you know, it'll, it'll happen. And I'm very much someone who when I jump into something, I am like all in. Um, knowing that if it, quote fails that that's okay because that's one step closer to maybe what I should be doing um, instead of whatever it was that I attempted or maybe that means I try something new or or whatever it is and I think having that flexibility in a way um, is super Mm -hmm. beneficial the other portion having people surround you I love that so much have you always found throughout life that you've had really great friendships or is that something that you've had to work to build
1: I've been pretty blessed in the friendships that I've had um but really more so in, in my adult years. I mean, in just the last even five years um, of, of mom friends that I've had, like those have been the friendships that um, I don't know, like I feel like they just, they get me and they get my heart and they, they understand all of the different roles that, Mm -hmm. you know, we have to play. But it's that once I became a mom and develop and, and, you know, there's, Friends that you just, you connect with them. And like that on that heart level, I have, I have a good group of girlfriends that just, um, they're, they're my heart. I mean, like I, mm-hmm. I would do anything for them. They would do anything for me, but, um, yeah, I mean, it took a while to get there. I had my own struggles. Everybody has, I feel like their struggles when they're growing up, but especially being a girl. Like for some reason, girls are kind of stupid to each other when they're yeah. younger and <laughs>
0: <Yep>. <laughs> and i had my own share of that and i i know
1: i took part in my own share of that so but fortunately um being closer to 40 is done some good things
0: in the friendship department yeah absolutely you know I know a lot of people um, really struggle with getting older but one thing that I find is that I find that every single year is better and better and I don't know if it's because um, for me personally I can't speak for everyone but I just feel like maybe I'm more connected to myself or I'm more accepting of who I am or if it is because at this point it's quality relationships that I want over quantity Um, but I think that sometimes that maturity level really is beneficial as as we continue to age
1: yeah. Yeah. And you I don't know. I I can definitely agree with that and caring a little bit less about um, you know, what other people think or or the amount of friends you have or, or anything like that, um, and really investing in those people that get you on that heart level.
0: Absolutely. I know for me after I had my son, especially, I just didn't really care. Like I've never really been like a huge gossiper in general, but I just didn't care about any of that. I was like, I have too much other stuff to do. I really want to have like deep quality, meaningful interactions. I really don't care who's talking to who or who's doing what, not in a mean way, but just, uh, it's not something that I'm interested in. I don't want to have that negativity in my life. I want to be able to be positive and, um, really embrace other positive people as well and hopefully bring some other people up. But I I do think that they're, not that you have to be a mom to have that revelation, but I do think that sometimes that is helpful. Yep, for sure. (laughs) Hey guys, sorry to interrupt. I just wanted to pop in here for a minute to see if you might do me a favor. Are you enjoying today's episode? I hope that you are. And if you are, the best thing that you could do to help us spread encouragement throughout the world is to take a screenshot of it Put it on your social media using the hashtag Kelly and the Encouragers podcast. That'll help us spread the news and get more people on the Encouragers community. Thanks so much. So can we talk a little bit, I'm just curious on your perspective as far as, you know, living a healthy, confident life. Do you feel like that's something we have to strive for for our entire life? Or is there ever a time that we just kind of reach our um, best life and it starts to become a little bit more naturally to us?
1: Oh gosh. Um, for some people, I think it's probably more natural for me yeah, sure. <laughs> I feel like sure. it it's a continuous effort. I mean, like I have to make conscious choices um, every every day to you know what I consider stay on track because I can I can easily uh, gravitate back towards old habits of like you know just being lazy or just um, not cooking anything nutritious or just, you know, just all of the stuff that trying to take the easy way out instead of um, investing in me, because when you're eating healthy foods and you're wanting to, you know, do some sort of fitness on a regular basis, you have to make the time for that because it doesn't come like it's a time investment. But I mean, in the end there is a flip side because once you've done it for so many years, Like, your body responds to that, and if you stop doing it, like, after a few days, it's like, okay, what's going on here? Like, you need to get your butt back in gear, and you need that reset, and you need to get back, you know, moving and that kind of thing. So, I think, you know, over continuous effort, like, it becomes more of a natural thing that you gravitate back towards, but it is a conscious decision. I mean, I think we can all be inundated by unhealthy foods and netflix binges right, <laughs> you know right. in, our, in our culture yes. uh, versus going out you know for for something playing in the yard or doing something you know
0: right. else because we're just busy <laughs> yeah absolutely well and i think sometimes too it's a portion of being able to like numb our minds when we do have so much going on you know watching some tv at times can be a way of numbing rather than really um making that effort to be present in our own lives it's just an easy way to pass time and so i yeah. think um you know that definitely can change things But I, I, you know, I would agree in my own personal life, I would agree that it's definitely something that's a conscious effort. Even this morning, my alarm went off and I wake up pretty early and I was like, I'm so tired. I don't know if I want to get up. But then I kept thinking like, well, first of all, I'm just going to lay here and I'm going to think to myself, I don't want to get up and I'm never going to go back to sleep again. (laughs) But also, (laughs) you know, what did I say I was going to do before I was in this moment? You know, what was my plan? Okay, so I need to stick to that plan because that's going to make me feel better. So for me, I know that... um, I've talked about this before on the podcast, but until I got to the point where I could find a way to make being healthy beneficial for me, I know that sounds really silly, but until I could find a way to justify it in my mind that it was beneficial, I really couldn't get it to the point where it was more consistent for me. Um, So when I realized that I could be more productive in my life, if I felt better, um, if I went to the gym, I was like, productivity, heck yeah, sign me up. (laughs) As silly as that sounds, it wasn't enough just to be like, oh, you know, I should, you know, be healthy or, oh, I should view myself positively until I really realized there are some serious benefits to it that you don't even realize. I don't think it stuck with me.
1: Yeah. Well, I even think about, like, I mean, there's something to be said about the routine and, like, the benefits that you get from, you know, whatever you're doing to, to live healthy. But, like, when we go on vacation, for example, like, I feel like, you know, vacation is, like, this chill time, you know, where, like, you're being lazy and you're eating at restaurants and doing, you know, all the fun stuff. But then after, like, four or five days, like, I've noticed... I just get a little cranky and I'm like, uh-huh. why am I cranky? I'm on vacation. Like what's going on here? And so I'm like, crap, it's because I'm not, oh, I shouldn't probably say crap. You should probably it. No, you're <laughs> fine.
0: <laughs> People have said worse. I've said worse. It's all good. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> I'm like, I think I just need to get like a quick workout in. Like I need to get my endorphins going. I need to get yeah. my blood flowing. And so if I just do something real quick, you know, 10, 15 minutes, It's like that mental reset happens and my body is like, okay, we're good. We're good. Let's keep going. Yeah. That's (laughs) awesome. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, there is, you, you ask like whether it's, um, you know, like something that comes more naturally or if it's a continuous effort, like I think it is a continuous effort, but it is something that becomes a natural habit Mm -hmm. after over time. Sure.
0: Yeah, that absolutely makes a lot of sense. Um, and and I love the fact that you have that insight into knowing that for you, you know, if you um, are starting to feel a little cranky, and I think for anyone really, truly, um, that if we move, that helps a lot. Um, you know, not that it's always going to solve things, but that certainly can help us have that reset. So I think that's great. You should actually feel really amazing about having that insight because a lot of us just don't. So that's great that you have that for sure. You know, I wonder if we can shift gears just a little bit because I want to be able to talk about your company. So can you um tell us, you know, I, I mentioned the name earlier, Iron Fox Clothing, but can you tell us your motivation behind starting it?
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh gosh. Um my motivation just it stemmed from I've always loved fashion. I've always been pretty creative and To me, it was blending those two and solving a problem. So Mm -hmm. I I felt like um, after I had done, like I said before, I started CrossFit when my boys were little. Um, And CrossFit is ultimately, to me, like, I know that's not for everyone and people think some of us are kind of crazy, but (laughs) in, in (laughs) (laughs) in the end, like, CrossFit to me was the place that I stopped looking at my body, like, for how it looks. Like, when I walk in that gym, I could care less about how I look. I just care about what I can do because it became being able to function and being able to compare, not, not even comparing to anybody else, but it's like, okay, like when I started, I couldn't do a pull-up. Now I can do X, Y, Z amount of pull-ups. It's like comparing um, yourself to yourself and your physical capabilities having nothing to do with your way that your body looks. So, um, that ultimately, you know, after doing that, this has been going on year six. Uh Um, I started Iron Fox clothing. It's been about a year and a half ago, um, because my body had changed. Um, Mm -hmm. I was doing CrossFit, gained some muscle, still am not a slender thin, you know, person by any means. I, I have some, some meat on my frame. And so, um, trying to find clothing that was Cute, comfortable and also functional for a a life of movement was becoming a problem and so I decided that since that was a problem for me it probably was a problem for some other people that do stuff like that too so um, I decided to start the clothing company and my focus is on having fashion that that changes with a woman's constantly changing body. Cause I also know my body. I mean, it can be fluffier at times. It can be leaner at times. It can, it, it fluctuates all of the time. And so trying to find clothing that stretches and flexes for that was something that I, I wanted to offer. Um, so yeah, I curated um, my clothing line and it offers fabrics and styles. Um, that flexes with a woman's body that is in motion and most um, in various sizes goes from, I think, small to, to 3X in different styles.
0: huh. Awesome. That's great. Well, I love the fact that you um, saw that there was really a lacking of what you were needing um, and then you were able to find a solution for it. That's awesome. Do you feel like that's something that you do pretty frequently in life? You're like, Oh, there's something missing here. I need to be able to solve this and figure out, or is it just more particular, this passion behind starting your company?
1: I think, I don't know. My husband and I are, are pretty good problem solvers. Um, Uh so we, I also had a, a grandpa that was, uh, very creative in uh-huh. his, his method of solving things so i think yeah we were definitely raised to like okay if if something needs to be addressed or something doesn't exist then figure out a way to make it happen so um so yeah i'd say there's some some inventiveness in in our in our families that Was
0: probably passed along to us. Yeah, no, for sure. You know, I would love to have a conversation. I think that could be a whole nother episode though, um, because I grew up in the country as well. And I I really believe that that is um, not the people that grew up in the city couldn't, but when you grow up in the country, a lot of times there isn't necessarily a quick solution. Like you can't call somebody and have someone come fix something a lot of times, or you can't get someone out there quickly. And so it is often um, that people pick up that ability to problem solve in, like, really kind of bizarre ways even at times. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So can you tell us, you know, why your company is called Iron Fox Clothing?
1: Yes. Um, well, I honestly believe that all women have, like, an internal foxiness to them. Ah, I love that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And I just wanted a a company that would really cultivate to that and that would make those, when people put on the clothes, that they feel foxy, that they feel confident, that they feel like, you know, they just have that inner light that's shining bright. Um, And the iron part comes from the lifting of weights. So uh-huh. I mixed the iron with Fox and their first yeah. iron Fox clothing.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love your, um, your thought process behind that. And when you said that, you know, all women have a little bit of foxiness in them. Like, I think that's great to be able to remember that um, and to know that about ourselves for sure. So what would yeah. you say is your favorite part of the business? Cause you know, I'm a business owner as well. And let's be real. There are some parts I don't love quite as much as others. So I'm really um, curious. Are there certain parts that you really love?
1: Yeah, definitely not the paperwork. <laughs> yeah, that's the worst, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no. Me, I, love, I I love looking for new styles. Uh, I mean, I pour through stuff on a regular basis and trying to find um, just exactly what, you know, I have in my mind's eye. Um, so that's a favorite part. Um, showing up somewhere and seeing, like, a bunch of women in my clothes, that's also, like, one of my favorite parts, just having that social, like, aspect and just having the brand represented when we're out in public and um taking pictures of my friends modeling like that's probably one of the highlights um when it's not myself and it's somebody that I love like wearing it and just getting to do that creative thing like I'm by no means a photographer but I love making them laugh and you know snapping their picture while they're
0: in the clothes <laughs> yeah, absolutely well and everyone always looks like they're having a really good time you know when like if you look at a picture and you can tell someone's just kind of like fake in it because they need to for whatever that's not what it is there you can tell that people are having a really great time and I love that you use people that you know in order to be able to well one just spend that time with them but also be able to offer um, you know really your mission to them as well yeah. that's pretty cool I love it. Yeah, absolutely. So, have you known that you always wanted to be a business owner, or is this something that you just figured out more recently?
1: Oh heck, no! I never wanted to own my own business. <laughs> oh really?
0: Oh my gosh! Okay,
1: yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. Well, it kind of. I mean, I just remember um, growing up. I mean, I'm I'm from a family of non-business owners, and you know, they've always just uh, worked. For someone else um, for the most part. And, like, I I felt – I remember when I was dating my husband, you know, eons ago, I just remember him um, talking about wanting – he wanted to own his own business someday. And Mm -hmm. I was just like, oh, no, I want to, you know, like clock in, clock out, not think about work at all when I'm (laughs) not there. But then, you know, you get older and – like I, you know like I said you have a problem and you solve it and it's like a switch gets flipped and when it's something like this I feel like you know I own my own business but on and that has a lot of work that goes with it but I enjoy most of it and so even though it consumes my life for the most part um it isn't like work all the time you know
0: right right I absolutely agree with that um I've known probably, I mean, for quite some time that I wanted to um, be a business owner. I just didn't 100% know what I wanted to do until I went into therapy and such. And then this um, became about. But um, I will say that when I'm working on stuff for the podcast or I'm contacting people about being on the podcast or um, even, you know, when I'm doing therapy, I mean, is it work? Yes, absolutely. But when you're doing something that you're so passionate about, it it feels different. It feels different than Mm -hmm. when you're kind of forced into work. And so I think sure. I think that makes a big difference as well. Yep. So how do you think that women can best support and encourage one another? Because it sounds like, I mean, that's throughout this whole thing, that's really kind of been um, a message of yours. You know, I had some really good friends that have been supportive for you. You want women to feel really supported um, and encouraged and empowered. And so I'm just wondering, what are some of the best ways do you think that we can do that?
1: I think ultimately we, we just somehow have to stop with the negative, Mm -hmm. um, a good, I don't know, like if we're, whether it's negative about ourselves or negative about other people, like there needs to be a culture shift Mm -hmm. in, um, just being drawn to the positive. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, like, I don't know. I think like a good, like a good rule of thumb, I honestly like, like to imagine is if, if what I'm saying couldn't be overheard by that person and taken well, mm-hmm. then it shouldn't be something that I say. Mm-hmm. And the same thing goes for like myself, my 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 body image and my self talk. If I'm thinking something in my head that I wouldn't be okay with somebody else saying about me, then what the heck? Like right. get rid of that thought. Absolutely. So. And you can take it even further, because I know some people struggle, you know, with their body image and stuff, but they look at their kids and they see their children as these amazing, precious beings. Mm-hmm. Like, same thing goes for them. Like, if if you could imagine somebody saying what you're thinking about yourself to your children, like, why are you thinking that about yourself? Yeah. <laughs> like, squash those negatives and somehow figure out how to turn those shift those into a positive and that may be from reading you know reading books listening to podcasts um worship music moving your body getting in relationship with people that are going to lift you up and encourage you i mean there's so many different ways that you that you can train yourself to to do that but um definitely getting rid of the negative
0: yeah i love that perspective and i think that the guidelines that you really shared um will be super beneficial for people to be able to judge that. Um, I recently heard that um, Michelle Obama actually had, was giving a speech and she had said, you know, are you going to stand out there and allow a stranger or someone you know to say the things about you that you say in your own mind? And if not, then why are you saying those? And that was hugely impactful, even if we take politi- you know, politics out of it, because I'm not interested in that portion of things. But just that perspective, like you said, of, of just realizing that if we're not going to be okay with someone else saying it about ourselves then why would we allow ourselves to say that and i also love the perspective of when you're saying something about someone else would you be okay with them overhearing it that's hugely impactful to think about that before before we all speak i think so that Mm -hmm. is excellent Um, so there are a few questions that i ask every guest do you mind if we dive into those Go for it. Awesome. Okay. So Brene Brown, um, she has a book. It It's about the wilderness. So it's called Braving the Wilderness. And um, she has this concept. And basically, it's like walking into the wilderness alone um, and having that courage to really step forward and um, finding yourself along the way and even finding other people out there in the wilderness. So I'm wondering if you can share about a time that you feel like you stepped into the wilderness.
1: Uh, well, I as far as like my own wilderness and feeling like I branched out on, on a different path, I would say it started, I don't know, probably 15 years ago. And um, when my husband and I went through some serious, serious marriage struggles, and it all stemmed from from the decisions that I was making. I mean, basically decisions that that were destructive and selfish and having zero regards for the implications, you know, on anyone around me. And so, but through that dark time and through that struggle in the marriage, I was able to thankfully have people that were praying for me and that helped pull me out. And so through that and through the, the, rebuilding of our marriage and through the relationships that were created past that dark wilderness where I was stepping away from everything good, mm-hmm. um, I was able to find myself and find a relationship with Christ and be able to um, become spiritually and emotionally down and it honestly like if it wasn't if it wasn't for that that tough dark time where I just kind of chucked everything to the wind like um I don't think I would be and I know our marriage definitely wouldn't be but um, me personally I wouldn't be the person that I am today
0: I tell you what first of all, I have goosebumps. I'll be honest with you. I literally have goosebumps. Um, That is amazing. I so appreciate that you um, were so open and honest about, uh, about some difficulties that you went through and what I love and what has been so amazing each time I have asked this question is that every single guest has been thankful that they went through that time. Not that they loved it, but that the outcome that they got from that, from really braving that wilderness um, and who they, came to be. And it sounds like that was your experience as well, that you truly would not be who you are today without having taken those steps and walked through some of those really dark, hard times with other yeah. people supporting you along the way. So yeah, absolutely. yeah, yeah I just love that so much. Um, and I love that you did have people praying for you and that you were able to really find that spiritual piece of things as well. So that's awesome. I love Jesus music, so I listen to it like quite a bit. And I think that they're, you know, like I say, like I said earlier, I mean, certainly everyone has their own opinion on things, but I think it is nice when you um can feel a little bit more connected too. So. That's super yeah. beneficial and helpful. So I'm wondering through that process, through, um, you know, body image, through whatever it is in your life, who do you think have been some of your biggest encouragers? And you can name more than one because I realized um, after I've been asking this question, I'm like, oh, one encourager, that's really hard. <laughs> so <laughs> if you have several, that's okay, too um
1: it was probably cliche to say but you know my family and my friends like honestly those are those are my people those are are the people that lift me up and encourage me but through my family I mean my husband my husband's awesome he he would do anything to anything for anyone Mm -hmm. but like he is just he is an encourager by heart. And he, I mean, he's helps with everything with it, when it comes to iron Fox clothing, like anything I could need or ask of him, like you would do. And he just kind of is that, um, he's not like a super talky person, but sure. he's, he's that silent cheerleader that I know I can bounce stuff off of and he'd be like, Hey, where can I lend a hand? Um, but he's just, he's awesome. And, the other person, you know, family wise would be my mama, of course. Yep, yep. <laughs> mom always believes in you, so, yes, <laughs> so yes, it doesn't matter what you're doing. Like she's, she even, she even models my clothes. So oh my I gosh, just, that's awesome. Yeah, that's really <laughs> but cool. yeah, my, my husband, my mom, and then my my friends. I have four BFFs forever that I trust with. You know, they'll offer to watch my kids. They'll, you know, give me advice. They'll do anything to, to help me, whether it's for business life, you know, whatever. If I just need like a sanity day, they'll be like, Hey, I'll take your kids, you know? So they're, they're just awesome. I mean, but yeah, family and friends. Um, but those, those groupings in
0: general are my, my strength when I need help (laughs) yeah absolutely and I'm so glad that you have them all and I love that you said that your husband is like a silent encourager you know like he may not um because I know my husband is kind of the same way like he doesn't talk a a lot really (laughs) he's just not as social (laughs) as I am Um, but it's that same type of feeling of of knowing that um you have that support and that encouragement when you need that so I love that you have him as well that's awesome yes He's awesome that's great well let's talk a little bit um about the shopping code do you want to explain what opportunity you're going to give to the listeners
1: yeah for the listeners of your podcast um i'm going to offer 10 percent off the entire cart order um online through april 30th and we'll share the the um graphics that has the code but it's code encouragers um so, yeah, I load up your carts and save 10%, and I can't wait to see everybody in their foxy style.
0: Yes, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for doing that. I'm really excited for the listeners to be able to check out what you have and, and look into that and to really you know, follow you in your mission as you continue on. Can you share where everyone can find you on social media? We will link these um, on the website um, and everything as well, but can you share with people?
1: Yep. Um, on social media, I'm on Facebook and Instagram. Um, the group names are Iron Fox Clothing. Um, for both of those pages if you search that and um, those will both link you to my website which is www.ironfoxclothing.com. Perfect.
0: Well thank you so much truly Christy for taking time out of your day and you know sharing um, sharing your truths and being able to encourage us along the way. I just really appreciate you.
1: That was my pleasure. Thanks so much for asking me.
0: Thank you for listening to Kelly and the Encouragers podcast. For all things related to this episode, please go to wwwkellysissoncom backslash podcast, where you can find transcript from today's show and links for today's guest. See you next week for another episode.